Hey, David, there's a lot of airplanes here. Is something going on here? Well, th th there has been for a while. If you could have shown up earlier, you might have noticed the, the Air Venture 2018 has been going for a week. Yeah, I know it has. Yeah, I know it has. Hi, I made it. I'm here. Jack's here. I, uh, you know, I did the same thing two years ago. Um, you know, three months out, four months out, when I'm planning my summer and my work schedule and accepting assignments and whatnot, yeah, you go, okay, you know what, I'm, I, I, I go to Oshkosh every year, and I could just stand going for just three days, and, and the work is important. And then when the show actually begins, and I'm back, you know, wherever I am, following along on, on social media, I'm going, oh, I've made a mistake. I really wish I was there. <laughs> Everybody's having such a good time, and I'm hearing all these stories. But uh, now I am here, and there's airplanes everywhere. It's great. The, uh, we were just watching uh, uh, the, the, new, the newer B-29 dock. Uh, flying overhead. Came by uh, with aluminum overcast. With a yeah, B-17 alongside it. and uh, so, uh, But there's a lot of warbirds in the air right now. It's What time is it? It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon on uh, on Friday. And, Friday uh, the 27th, day and, uh, 5 of the show. Yeah. Doc just did a somewhat low pass. That's cool. Look at him climbing out here on an angle. That's really beautiful. Against yeah, the clouds. Yeah, uh, gives the photographers a thrill. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, they had a... Uh, Five C-47s were doing flybys a few, minute, a few minutes ago. That was kind I think of, one of them was the one in the lead, I believe, was That's All, Brother. Is it? I was trying to get a look at them to see whether one of them. I couldn't quite make out the markings. But, uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's your basic warbird show here at uh, Air Venture, so there's just a lot of aircraft in the sky yeah. right now. Yeah, it's been going on for about 40 minutes. Yeah. And we've had T-28s and T-6s and T-34s and... Old jets, L-39s, and F-101s, and it's been uh, a rumbling, entertaining show to watch. Yeah, it's great. Um, earlier today, uh, when I, soon after I got here, we had a flyby of a, uh, a, a tanker, a, a KC, I don't know what to do, a tank. KC-135R. 135, um, with uh, two uh, fighters. Um, F-22s. F-22s. Um, on each wing, and that was kind of an interesting flyby. I, someone told me that it's tanker year. I don't know. Is that a thing here this year? Or? Uh, sort of. Uh, and the announcer was talking about that. Of course, these guys can't do what they do without a tanker to keep them topped off. Right, right. And so, yeah, so the, the tanker was doing flybys with its, uh, with its uh, uh, nozzle or whatever it's called. They call that a boom. A boom, thank you. Refueling That's why boom. I keep you around. Eh? <laughs> uh, uh, somewhat deployed, and like I said, the two fighters on each wing, one on each wing. Um, that was kind of cool. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that particular formation here before. That was different. That, that was new to me. And uh, interesting side note about the boom on the 135 yeah. and the KC-10. They have a, it has a V surface on it that the boom operator can control. Yeah. Full three axis. It was developed by some beach engineers, starting with the tail from a bonanza. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, so they reworked the tail in order to build the prototype. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I used to know an engineer that worked uh -huh. on it. It long since passed there yeah. in Wichita. And, uh, Our friend Larry Overstreet, the uh, the mayor here of Camp Bacon. Mayor of Camp... Lord Mayor. Camp Lord Bacon. Mayor of Bacon. That's what it was. <laughs> I knew we gave him a different name last year, and I couldn't remember what it was. The Lord Mayor of Camp Bacon. Um, and... Uh, and uh, um, 
And one of the principals of the Stuck Mike Avcast, another great podcast that everybody should be listening to, um, was telling me how he had an opportunity to get a ride on one of these tankers once a few years back. And uh, uh, that sounds like it was an interesting... So they were fueling a B1, so it was like... That was an interesting thing up, to see out the tail. Up and personal. Yeah, really. So. And, the, and the tankers themselves are interesting because they have lights on the belly. So that when the guys are coming up at night, there's a centerline light and there's other lights so that they can work themselves into position because they can't turn on anything bright or it screws the pilot's night vision. Mm-hmm. So this is they even have simulators to train the boom operators right. on that. Right, right, yeah. It's very so. cool. Yeah. And that's 135s are about to start going away because... The first KC-46 tanker, which is 767 variant, Okay, it's due at McConnell Air Force Base uh, in, in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be the first one of those, and eventually the 135s will all get phased out. The, uh, the, the KC-46 is more fuel efficient, carries more fuel, it's faster, uh, and takes less crew. Yeah. I wonder if I'll see those up in New Hampshire, the... Uh the Air Force, uh, I think it's Air Force Reserve Squadron that's based at Pease, that what's left of the old Pease Air Force Base, um, is a refueling group. Um, and uh, I wonder if we'll, we'll see those up. Probably will, I guess, at some point. But yeah, it'll be late because they'll re- they'll move them into the regular Air Force fleet uh-huh. first, and the uh, ones with the reserve units, mm-hmm. it, it, they'll be the last ones to, right. to get replaced. So what's been fun? What have you seen? It's a it's. It, it, there's a lot of. I mean, you guys mentioned this on the dailies, um, and you're right. It's busy. It's crowded. All right? yeah. Camp Scholler is camped all the way, basically full. I mean, I'm sure they're not turning people away because there are odds and ends, but there are camps, people camping all the way out to the highway and all really south down to the fence. All the way uh, down to the south fence, and there's aircraft parked almost all the way to the south fence. Yeah. So uh, it's looking to be a great year, which I don't know. Go figure. I'm not sure why I wouldn't have expected that, but. Especially where the first, you almost lost a couple of days at the beginning for rain, right? Well, I got here Thursday a week ago, and it rained Thursday night. And then it rained off and on Friday, and it rained off and on Saturday. And it didn't go VMC here on Sunday until about 11.30, quarter till 12. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm sure all of you by now have seen the screenshot of the ADSB out yes. feeds and the in uh, uh, targets between Fisk, Rippon and Fisk, and it looked like you could walk across the air stepping yeah, on the targets. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it, it was a madhouse. Only about one in three airplanes were getting in uh, that day. Yeah. Uh, they've diverted them. That's a really different image because it, we, we typically weren't able to see anything like that because part of the deal always was turn off your uh, transponder, all right, when you get in the area. Because the transponder system couldn't handle that many targets. Obviously, ADSB is almost a proof of concept for ADSB that it can handle that many targets. Yeah, and the deal with ADSB is you never turn it off. Right. Yeah, I mean, on the ground, too. Yeah. So that the ground controllers... Can oh, yeah. Where did I see that? I saw... I was looking at my foreflight. I think it must have been uh, just here. I just flew into Milwaukee on Southwest just now. And I think the, uh, the, the airport plate for Milwaukee talked about how you should leave your ads beyond because there was an ads x or something like that what's the name of the I, apparently they use it for tracking as they're taxiing as well yeah. and uh, so uh, anyway yeah because it really helps their uh, operations in bad weather it, when right when the tower can't see right yeah. and the radar is not as accurate as the adsb yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it, it's helpful on the ground and in the air mm-hmm. and boy the vendors here 
I, it's been a few years since I've seen the vendors smiling as much as they have been well, this that's week. That's great. That's great. Um, I only got here a couple hours ago. Um, I spent the first hour just kind of sitting back and chatting with folks here at Camp Bacon. Uh, and but then not I letting want... his partner know he was even here. Well, I just figured you were out doing the Dave thing, all right, you know, and you'd return when you were ready. And uh, so, uh, but uh... <laughs> I've flagellated him enough for that. <laughs> No, see, all right, not going there, not going there. Um, so then I went for a walk. I went into, over to the uh, fly market, which is one of my favorites here. I like the fly market. And uh, um, our friend JR, usually I control my urges at the fly market by procrastinating. I say, oh, that's interesting, but I'll come back later on and buy it, all right? But JR convinced me, no, you should buy them now. You've already run out too much time. So I end up buying a big bag of stuff for my first trip to the fly market. All sorts of little doodads. I might do a video. I might do an unbagging video of all the, the foolish little things I bought at the fly market. I don't know. Anyways, um, I want to go down to later tonight. I've been looking forward to seeing the stall demo. That's uh, stall demo. Stall demo. Stall, yeah. stall. Well, yeah, you're right. Stole. Stall, different kind of stall. is a different kind of thing. Stall demo. Um, so one of the I mentioned this guy on the podcast a while back, a YouTuber that I watched named Trent Palmer. Um, who is from Reno Stead and flies his kit fox out into the uh, mountains out there and lands in lots of little mountaintops and interesting little back spots. And I enjoy his videos. Um, and he's one of the group here um, that doing, I think they call themselves the Flying Cowboys or something like that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and there's about, must be eight or so um, tail draggers of one sort or another that are here, here, many of them really, really seriously tuned up for doing short takeoff and landing. Uh. And they're doing a demo. They did one earlier in the week, and they're doing another one tonight. But Monday night, they did... Uh, was it Monday night? Yeah, yeah Monday yeah. night, they did the stall competition, and then we had a night show with uh, powered paragliders with uh, seven of them doing formation work with lights inside the uh, oh, fan cool. around yeah. the prop. And then another one went up high after that and set off fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then the debate here in the campground was, I thought the airport closed at 8.30, and, and well, maybe they didn't get to work. No, 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 no. If they're flying, the green right. flag's up. Yeah. So I'm going to go down there tonight and see that. I, I also want to kind of get up close and see this airplane that I see in the YouTube videos all the time, just to kind of see it. Sure. Um, and I also want to see this turboprop Wilga um, that's uh, I hope is still down there. It was there earlier in the week. That's and, what it is, a Wilga. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, that's an unusual airplane. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out whether or not this is the first turboprop to ever operate on and off of the ultralight field. They should be able to tell you, but it surprised me if that wasn't true. Yeah. Um, someone suggested that there may have been turboprop helicopters, but that doesn't oh, count. Oh, helicopters, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't count. I'm talking about turboprop fixed wing. Yeah. Um, has ever ever operated on and off that little grass strip down there. So uh, Because the videos I've seen of this Wilga, it takes, takes off and lands really short. Yeah. Um, well, we had, as most of you probably know by now, we... The uh, night winds, uh, night air show Wednesday evening was stormed out. Yeah, and, and then uh, they, but they did it on Thursday. They right? did it on Thursday, and you'll be happy to know this: the drone act did not fly because it was too windy. Did it? Uh, I'm almost a little disappointed. I'm kind of looking forward. I've seen the videos of well, the. It's back on. The, I think it's back on the card for, for Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, right, yeah. Which so tomorrow night's night show. Right. So. I'm kind of being curious to see that with my own eyes because it's... They had a nice night air show last night and the fireworks yeah. and all that. Yeah. So, uh, anyways. It was uh, it was make-up for, for the loss of Wednesday. And uh, I, I, 
uh, commend the EAA for doing that. Right, right. So, well, right, this is a, this is going to be a Higdon a Higdon's uh, uh, level pun here. We've droned on and all, enough here, so uh, I think so. <laughs> so this is uh, episode four fifty six. Golf. Golf, I think, yeah. So, anyways. I'm Dave. That's Jack. Yep. And uh, I finally made it, and uh, we'll report back. We There's a tiny possibility we'll even do another daily later tonight from this stall thing, but um, we wanted to get one in before before the evening went on too far. So. In the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Cool.